Yeah, yeah. It's like that wasn't that convincing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I got you. Yeah, yeah. All right, ready? <clears throat> what you, what, what you, you going by your comedic name, not your real name? What you going by? Oh, we can do Black the Handicap. Black. All right, start off. Mike, Mike, Mike. All right. All right. Mike, check, Mike, check. Mortal Masters podcast. Y'all made, of course. Got a special guest across from me. Got the comedian, Black the Handicap. Is that is that correct? Yes, that's correct. Okay. We're making sure that's correct. Oh, before we get into your name and all that, we're going to get there. But first, when I start the podcast, I always try to let the guests tell me a little bit about themselves. So just tell me, like, just a synopsis, like, where you from, you know, stuff like that. Not too much. I'm gonna handle it from there. I promise. Uh-huh. Well, we do yeah, where now. you from? Where you from? Oh, I'm from Sumter, South Carolina. Oh, you from the country? Yes, I am. All right, what was it like going out there? Sumter. I was just in South Carolina today. That's crazy. Uh, it was very, very boring. Uh, we didn't have a whole <laughs> lot of stuff, so we kind of had to have an imaginative mind to entertain you at times. So uh, uh, when you when you living out there, right? Because I've been there a few times. What 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 y'all do for fun? Like what what's something you do as a kid? Like growing up, cause that it's not it's not much out there. Y'all still got like Piggly Wiggly out there, right? I ain't being funny. Yes. I, I know I'm, it's, it's Piggly Wiggly out there still, right? Yes, it is. Yeah. It's, it's actually two of them. Yeah, I seen one, but that's, I know it's two. Okay, I'd like to say you know back in the day I read a lot of comic books. Um, I'm kind of a Marvel fan as well. Um, I actually I did a, I did quite a bit of reading. Uh, I used to be an artist, a tattoo artist, so I'd spend hours and hours of my day drawing and things like mm-hmm. that. Um, I'd come up with little games and stuff like that. I'd play in the woods all the time and the football. Mm-hmm. What was that like? What made y'all play in the woods? It, it was there. It was it was, <laughs> it was all around. It was like being in the ocean, you know what I'm saying? Um that's funny. It's, it's pretty much, and you know, back in them days, you know, if you didn't have cable, you had to have satellite. And still, when you did have them things, you know, it was only, it was always only the basic stuff. Nothing you really wanted to watch. So, so yeah. So, like in 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 a in a country uh, or that rural town, whatever. Like, did y'all have like regular cable? Or you had to have satellite. I know some places didn't have it. Like, cause like out here would be Jefferson County or your Wayne's your Waynesboro. Like was y'all was y'all similar like that? Like not city like, so y'all couldn't have certain things like cities had. Oh uh, no, nah, uh, where I where I was at was out in the country, in the country. So oh, wow. it was satellite. It was satellite back then. What about farming? Any farming? No. Um, nah. Uh, my first job though was cleaning up after horse stables. First ever official job. Uh, I got paid doing that from a farm that was down the street. So, like, when you say horse stable, you really mean, like, horse? Yeah. Okay. yeah that's that's, yeah. that's that's different. Yeah. What made you not work at McDonald's instead? You said, what made me not work yeah. there? So. Like, McDonald's, like, Piggly Wiggly or something like that. Oh, man. Um, I'm really not. I, I, I kind of learned about myself, and I realized that I'm not really, like, customer service material. See, I, I, <laughs> that's, you shouldn't have <laughs> <laughs> okay, so but but you have to try to, to work on the farm like and clean up that kind of stuff. No, no, not at all. Oh, okay. not at all. But I, I like the McDonald's stuff. The, 
not really, not really my thing. Uh, I got into the army, you know, right after high school. All right, hold on. See, so you jumping, you jumping. All right, hold on. Let's, uh, so, tell me about your, your, your upbringing. Like, you got brothers, sisters. Uh, like, what was that dynamic okay. like in the family? Oldest, youngest. Okay. Um, I have five sisters and one brother. Jesus Christ. On my own side, uh, it was it was pretty wild. It was pretty wild at times. Uh, we was always fighting doing something you know what i'm saying it was all kind of different sibling rivalries and di- dynamics and things like where are you that. ranking that like you the oldest youngest i'm the second oldest oh wow damn second and you got the, oh so you got an older sister and then you got younger sisters what was that like you had to fight a lot you had to like beat boys off them or like how what were you protecting um, or you didn't really care you i would say with my with my older sister it was more of the fights uh just kind of having to defend and things like that until, because my younger brother, I'm like nine years older than him. Uh-huh. So he didn't come around, you know what I'm Got saying, you. to help at all. Dang, so it's just you. You you versus something? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's cool. And then the the, the, the home dynamic, like you had your mom and dad, just your mom? Oh, um, nah. Um, to be honest, it was kind of, of wishy washy. Uh, I stayed mostly with my grandmother. Um, I actually know five generations of women in my family. So it was my great, great grandmother that pretty much raised me until I was 13 and then she died. And then my grandmother kind of took over and things like that. Um, my mom was in and out, in and out. Um, and my pops was non-existent. When you, um, say like your mom in and out and out, was it like in and out the house or just like your life or? Uh, it's kind of both, uh, you know, she was addicted to drugs when I was a kid, you know, and that, that kind of, I guess you would say, you know, shaped it kind of form different ways and things like that. Cause it's a lot of other experience other people have that I'm like, I don't have that kind of right, right. experience and stuff like that. So I have to get, I pretty much have to give most of the praise to my grandmother. I, yeah. They... They were the ones who sat around there and stepped up a lot for me. I mean, you kind of see that story a lot just in the world in, in general. I'm not sure, like, when you like when you were born, I don't, I don't you know, going to get to your age like that, but um, I got cousins the same way. Like, you know, grandma raised them, and kind of just that's what you got, you know? Like, you have that mother motherly relationship with your grandma. You don't really have it with your mom. So, like, was that hard for you, like, when you're coming up, maybe, like, parent-teacher night or times when, you know, you got parents at the school that you ever feel like, damn, I wish my mom was here or seen somebody with their mom and their relationship, you were like, not envious, but, you know, kind of jealous or just wishing you had that? Uh, I wouldn't say as far as, like, my mom's sake sometimes. There would be a lot of times that, you know, it would be most of that with my dad. Uh, I guess my mom's really wasn't doing a whole lot of things or whatever with me, so sometimes missing her, it wasn't that big. Yeah. But she was she was in and out. But as far as my pops... Uh, it was plenty of times, you know, I was jealous. Uh, I see other males sitting around teaching their sons and things like that, like how to work and fix on cars. And there were certain things that, you know, I wanted to do, and like jumping into football, I want to play football, you know, just yeah, looking yeah. and being like, he's going to, no, he's not. He's not going to be here. Yeah. Oh. So I get that too, because I mean, like I said, with the, with the mom, you probably had the the grandma. They gave you that motherly love, so that wasn't something you probably yearned for, so per se. But not having that that male figure around probably made that not 
made that made you miss that more than than the mom one. So I I can I can understand that. Um, but let's talk about like just you and like you as a person, like school wise. Like, what would you like? Class clown? Would you like a nerd? Um, uh, popular sports jockey? I don't I don't know all the stuff out here. Oh uh, man, it's it's kind of funny. Oh, nah. cheerleader. <laughs> just uh, just name uh, all the things in high school. Um, to be honest, I missed a lot of my high school years. Um, I was in the detention center, uh, all the way up until I was one month from being 18. So when I, I'd say I was about a month from being 18, I got released into this halfway house in Florence, South Carolina. Um, I did the last of that semester there, and then I went home. to I went back to Sumter, South Carolina. So when I did that, I really only had one semester of, like, high school. That's normal, normal. And um, I had a whole bunch of credits and things like that. So I got, like, early dismissal and things. Uh, I used to like to be, you know, I joke a lot, but I I kind of was, I kind of skipped school a whole lot. I, I, I didn't associate myself with a whole lot of those things, and having early dismissal just helped. So how long, like, when you say that? Because you said you was in there up until last semester of high school, but, like, when you when did you go? Like, what age you was when you went to uh, I want to say that was 13, 14. So from, like, so pretty much from 13 to 17. You was in detention center. So, all right, so we're going to go back a little bit. All right. So, <laughs> okay, okay. We're not going to skip on. So, um, all right. So, like, what, I, I know I asked, like, what, what kind of, what, what you did when you were younger, and you said you was in the woods and stuff like that. So, like, what changed from that to get to what you being in detention center? Like, what changed about what you were doing and, like, uh, having fun outside and, and playing and comic books? You said comic books, Marvel mm-hmm. and stuff. Like, what um, changed? To be honest, it was my great-great-grandmother's death. Um, said 13. Damn, you did say that. It was like when she died, my whole my whole world was like upside. My whole world was upside down. Cause it was like a lot of the love and the things, you know, that you would look for your moms and other people, it yeah. wasn't there. So this was the lady who told me, Yeah, you could your drawings is good. You know that you mean something to somebody. And when she died, I just, you know, I stopped caring a, a lot about a whole lot of things. Yeah. And it just ain't really me. It was just like everything else didn't mean as Nothing much matter. to me no more. Yeah. I wasn't trying to get you emotional, you know. Oh, man. And, I, I can I, still and, see and I, that, you know. And I'll be, I'll be honest, like, I saw I, I lost my grandma last year. And I'm, I'm the same as that. I hate talking about it. So I wasn't going to ask you too much. But when you when you say the one thing, and, you know, when I'm asking my damn, that's a, a, a good correlation. You said it earlier. I wasn't gonna mention it, but then mm-hmm. I didn't. So remember, off air, I was saying how I'll bring a question back. That's kind of how I will bring it back. Oh, but man, I didn't expect good. that to piece that like that. That was that was just uh, that man, was just your story. Yeah, it just like she was such a powerful influence. You know what I'm saying? And when everybody else would kind of, I felt like everybody else kind of turned their back. You know, my mom turned her back on drugs and stuff. And she picked that over me. And then uh, my other grandma. My, First grandmother, you know, she picked up my sister and she moved to Baltimore and then left me. And she was saying, you know, I, I had a lot of resentment for that. Yeah. Because I'm like, you would get one but not me. Not the, and yeah. then you would leave me in this situation. And, you know, she told me she used to drive uh, buses for Greyhound. She's done it for years. She retired from it. And uh, she was just like, you know, you've all, I've kind of always been the wild card, though. Yeah. 
So she was like, where I would tell your sister, like, hey, I'm going to be gone for like two, three days. She would listen and stay on the schedule. You a little too iffy. And I couldn't, I couldn't, <laughs> I couldn't take it, you know. And getting older, I understand more about that. But at the same time, I still feel the same way I feel about it. Right. You know, so it was like all I had was Grandma Singh. And, you know, I even named uh, my daughter after she got the middle name Singh. I was like, that's got to go in there. And it was like, and when everybody was doing their own thing, Grandma Singh was the only one there. Yeah. That's that's dope. And, that's, and, that's, and definitely I'm clapping up for your grandma. Yeah. Yeah. Being there for you. Um, I say like uh, like listening to your stories like at least so far as well too, um, you know when you lose somebody people don't realize how much you change you know it changed you in the decisions it, it it weigh it's a heavy impact on the decisions you're making you know once you stop caring about something that's it so you're not even thinking about you know what's gonna happen 13 14 15 16 17 but you're also right. not thinking if something happened I'm gonna have to deal with this alone you a kid you know what I'm saying like a 13 year old dealing with that alone is I don't know how you did that that's, that's I couldn't even imagine doing that and you. You know, you talk to people, me or anybody, even when I talk to Sai um, or anybody just in general, you talk to people and you, 13 is so much, so much as a pitiful, pit, pit, uh, pivotal year for them because it's so much changing. You got hormones, you know, your body changing, your voice changing, your attitude changing. So you talk about playing in the woods and, you know, comments and now you're probably doing other things or, you know, whatever you're into, but you're just a kid still. You're just making grown-up decisions, you know. Um, but... I guess before I, I get into, you know, what I want to get into, I wanted to speak on something like that. So from 13 to 17, just that time, like what, what was that like for you being in the, the attention center? Like, was that something you, you saw yourself doing or like, was it? Because some, some people, so, they see themselves going to jail man, when they're younger. Like, they, that's like a thing. Uh, I hated it, man. Um, back then, because uh, I actually had a much lighter sentence and stuff and I kept making things worse for myself. So there was times that I got into fights and got extended time. I got extended time over and over and over. You know what I'm saying? And, you had uh, the fights, like was it something you was yeah. you was causing or you just had to defend yourself? See, or? man, I've always been the type of person that I don't bother you, but if you bother me, I'm just going to take it there. You know what I'm saying? So it's always been like, you know, and I've, I've had little mischievous times, you know, that I yeah, can't yeah. say I always, <laughs> you know, sometimes I stirred the pot a little bit for no reason, but it's just always, mostly I've been like, you know, if you don't bother me, I don't bother you. You right. cool over there, we cool over here. But if you bother me now, I got a problem. And then being that young, I mean, that young and that setting, you know, when you're that age, you got to kind of prove yourself sometimes too, so that people won't bother you no more. I've talked to people that did time, especially younger, they're young, like they did six years when they was starting 17, doing six years when grown men. And he, he, they'll tell you, like, you know, I didn't always start it, but sometimes you have to because if I don't start that fight, this fight might happen with them. So I'm trying to, it's, it's kind of like a sacrifice, so to speak. I have to, like, prove to you that nobody could bother me. So that's a rough setting to be in. I just couldn't imagine. 13 and 17 is so much of, like, a growing pains uh, era of your life mm -hmm. that I don't know if that's the right place to be growing in. Oh, man, nah, uh, my kids, sometimes my kids scare me, you know what I'm saying? How old are they? Uh, you know, okay, I got eight, nine, uh, 13. 13? 13. And 13. Um, Is that, hold on, I'm sorry. Wait, huh. <laughs> Is that 13 and 13? Yes, and they oh, four. Oh, they twins. I got you. They four months apart. Oh, okay. Oh, you okay. So you came home had a good time, I'm going to tell you that, right? <laughs> uh, I mean... Yeah, I like to, I like to think it was a good time making them. You know what I'm saying? 
Uh, it was just bad, bad, you know. Well, you said it's nothing to do. It's all in Sumter? It's all in South Carolina? Oh, nah, nah. This is after I got into the Army and, you know, I put the suit on and oh, stuff you like that. Yeah, you know, you're you feeling you. yourself a little bit. Well, I want to backtrack then. So, so you, you finished high school. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, did you finish from, like, Sumter High School or something like that? Or like- yes, I graduated at Crestwood. Okay. Sumter. Um, was it, like, a bittersweet? Like, did you feel like a high school graduate? Like, because I know it's probably different for you. I mean. You had a memory, like, graduation yeah. is so sad for some people because you got four years of, of, of memories with them. You know, you came in together for some of them, but you kind of just came last semester. Like, is it, was it different for you? Uh, yeah, I really wasn't attached to, like, I really wasn't <laughs> attached to these people, you know. That's a, it's a couple of them, like, I remember, uh. I used to kick it with some of them that were still there and things like that, but it just wasn't there. You know what I'm saying? Did you have so, friends? Like, did you feel like were there friends? At least they're like, like when you came home, like that's my friend. You know? Oh like, man, I thought I thought people that I did have would have been friends, but oh, you know, man. it was a whole lot different. So I ended up, you know, just kind of clowning and I guess gaining new friends. And then, man, you know. You're the first person in my life I've ever spoke. Well, yeah, I've spoke to. Like, I think people do time while they were in high school and come back and change, you know. But this is like, you never got to go to high school, like real high school, until, until you was done with your sentencing. I never heard that before. That's the first time in my life. Man, I, to be honest, I consider myself lucky on that. You know, uh, there's I've haven't been arrested as an adult ever. Um, and it's actually, it's actually wasn't a, a bet between my whole family. They were like, who's going to be the first one to go to jail? They put money in the pot. It was like Terrell, which is my real name. Um, and most of them have all been arrested. And my little joke, I'm like, y'all are just a bunch of criminals. Uh, for about a year, I want to say and a half, I worked as an extradition agent on the road. So I was picking up and dropping off inmates all over America. And I'm like, I was just moving them. Y'all were in there <laughs> for that nice little haul. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So it was it's kind of fun to throw it back at them on that. That's funny. Pause on that, though. But um, so, all right, after high school, what do you do? Like, you go straight into the Army? Like, and then what, like, what, uh, what went into that decision making? Because I'm assuming <laughs> at this time there's no family around. You said everybody went, uh, went to Baltimore. Okay. The, I'm going to tell you, I, I believe God wanted me to go into the Army. Um. When I came home, my mom was living in my uh, great, great, great grandma, grandma Singh's house, right? And uh, she basically was just like, so what you going to do when you get out of here? You know what I'm saying? Um, I didn't get a time or anything like that. She was just like, basically, once you graduate high school, you can't stay here. So what are you going to do? I know I didn't have the discipline for college. And things like that. So the very next day, I got one of those flyers up under the door and was like, what could the Army do for you? And I was like, hey, I Tom, called Tom them is up. A mother- <laughs> That's crazy. I was, I was like, can y'all get me out of mom's house? They were like, if we don't do anything else for you, we can get you out of your mom's house. That's funny. Okay, so so you go you go in and uh, so what was that like? Like, What was the Army like? How long you was in there? And- I was in there uh, five years. I was in there five years. Some of the uh, some of the best, some of the best times, some of the worst times. Uh, a lot of my army buddies, I, I was always a clown uh, doing things. I always and I've I've had my fair share of disciplinary actions and things like that. Make you do push-ups? Um, or like- oh man, I was a PT. I was a PT beast, uh, air assault qualified. 
Um, what that mean? I'm sorry. I'm not going to know that. Aerosol okay, man. Aerosol is a blast in the class you, you go through. Uh, it's pretty known on Fort Campbell. Um, you know, we propel. We propel down the big one, and pretty much you can give you to bungee out of the helicopters oh, okay. and things like that. It you was having like, fun. Oh, man, I just wanted the promotion points, really, <laughs> at that point, at that time. I wanted the promotion points. Um, so, like, what's what's some of the places you went? Or what did the army teach you? Like, cause you say you didn't have discipline. Like at that time, go to the. Did it give you discipline? Did it teach you anything? Oh man, yeah. Uh, I the, realized. I'm assuming the the I'm, I call it YDC, but I'm a, I guess detention center. What we can call it? Did that mm-hmm. teach you anything? Like, did that teach you discipline, or just was like just a a, a a effed up four years to be there? I mean, it taught me. It taught me I, I ain't never want nobody to sit around and slow, close a door behind me again mm-hmm. that I can't open. Um, so I know if I do go in, it's going to be for a real good reason. Yeah, we're going to say you're not going back, though. I, yeah, I'm, I'm going to bet on that one. All right? I'm, I'm gonna, not gonna be, doing that again. I'm, I'm going to bet you're not going back. Okay, we're going to keep it positive. Mm-hmm. But what about the uh, the, um, the you said Army or mili- Military Army? Army. Okay. Uh, Army, what did you learn? Like, what did you, you learn now? Oh man, so 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 much. Uh, if you didn't look, if if you didn't know, you know, I was the information system analyst for the army for five years. I built networks and things like that. Uh, a lot of people don't know. I got a kind of got a little geek side about me, but I don't. You don't show it. I don't give it out. You know, most people when they look at me, you know, a geek ain't the first thing that you think of. You know, a little nerd, but uh. The Army taught me a lot. You know, I've done deployments and things like that. I've been to Afghanistan uh, twice. And there's just... a brave guy. Yeah, man. Ain't no way. Ain't no way. I was scared of Afghanistan. September 11th, that that did it for me. All them videos they were showing on CNN, I thought they had it. It was like that, for real. I was good on that. Ain't no way. I was good on that, but I was also like, I got to get out of mom's house. <laughs> and I, I told my mom that I was like, you know, war is even better. Cause she was, <laughs> she was like, you're going to go over there and they're going to send you over there. And I'm like, as long as they'll send me back to Beckwood road, I'm good. <laughs> so, um, mm-hmm. like w- w- uh, when you, when you got out, why you got out? Like what, what was the, the reason behind that? Ah, uh, okay. Um, I got out on a general discharge. And the reason that that happened was. <clears throat> That's a bad thing, good thing? Oh, no, it just means I got out earlier than my term. Okay. I got on a general discharge under honorable conditions. Okay, gotcha. And um, what ended up happening was I separated from the wife I was with at that time. And gotcha. I had orders to go to Germany. And I didn't have any kind of family care plan. So without having that. They were like, did you want to get out? Because I didn't have it when, when we separated and I got custody of the kids. I just didn't have nobody to watch my kids and do all do the things mm-hmm. to sit there and stay in the Army. So I pretty much packed my bags and then left after my second deployment. You couldn't just bring your, well, you can't bring the kids to deployment, I guess. Did that- uh, no, nah, because like I said, I had, I had orders for Germany. And... Um, yeah, they can't go to they can't go to deployment and things like that. Oh wow! I, I know and people that say the army the brass, they be going out there. So like, what's the difference? You went like, was it war or something? You was going. That's why you couldn't. Yeah. Uh, I, I mean, yeah. We, we, oh, we, I don't learn about the army. I'm gonna tell you right now. They, I talked to them a few times, but I I, uh, I, okay, I ain't well okay. versed in the army stuff. So I I, I don't know the the, the, the terminology you're using. 
Uh, okay, well, let's de- we did a deployment to Afghanistan and a place for the kids. Gotcha. Okay. Uh, so mm-hmm. if you if you if you was, if, I guess deployment might be different than them just sending you there. So they could just send you somewhere. Is that de- that deployment too? Or is you I mean, they there? they can call it, but you can go to a lovely place. Like let's say you get orders to go to Spain. Yeah. You went overseas, you know, but you have not done that like a deployment. Gotcha. Okay. You know, so the people be like, you know, I've been deployed to Iraq. You know, I've been deployed here. Most people ain't going to tell you, you know, I've been deployed to Italy. Mm-hmm. They'll be like, you know, I got orders to go to Italy. Okay, okay. So um, you couldn't, so you had, you got the Army because uh, you wouldn't be a full-time dad pretty much. Uh, yeah, it just, it, it, it hit me. Um, and my first sergeant, and I had orders to actually go like within 30 days. And I, I had already had bag. I already had my first bag packed up, and uh, my first sergeant had my orders cut. And I believe after our second deployment, they were doing some downsizing. So it was just like, "Do you want to get out?" And I'm like, "I get out on a good stand, you know." I'm so, like, okay. but you don't get paid for life, though. Hmm? You don't get paid for life, though. Um, I mean, I do. Okay, gotcha, gotcha. Is but is is, is it a, a special reason or no? I, I, oh, not to uh, to be honest. Um, I get paid for PTSD, pretty much strictly okay. that. Okay, okay. Everybody thinks like it's the arm and things like that. I, I'm not gonna lie, but I was not. trying to figure out a way to get to it. I'm not gonna lie to you. I was <coughs> I, I was thinking about it right now. Like should I just skip over that? Mm. I don't know. Oh uh, no, we uh, we don't we don't have to skip it. Uh, no, I'm not gonna skip over it. I'm gonna ask about the arm. That's oh, okay. that's that's gonna get asked about. But I was I was wondering if that was the reason. Like maybe because when you said separate, I was like, oh, she about to say separated shoulder from. Oh no no no! When I wife. separated from my second wife, how many how many times you been married? I was married three times before I was 30. All right. Gotcha, 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 gotcha. I'm currently at the end of my divorce now. So. Oh, okay, okay. All right. Well, um, all right. Uh, let's get about, let's talk about the arm. Let's start, let's start there. Right? Right. Why not, right? Yeah. Um, what, what happened? Like, oh, man. Uh, that was, it wasn't in the Army, though. Nah, it wasn't, it wasn't the Army at all. Uh, came home and had a really bad motorcycle accident and uh I was in the mountains of Nashville I was going around a curve and as I was going around the curve my kickstand came down on the bike and so it shifted the bike when it hit the pavement into a pothole and the shot put me into the guardrail mm. how old were you in this happened I was want to say 25 oh my god you, you had just came out the army no, no, no. I bet I'm I I was out for a few years. Uh I got out the army November eighteenth of two thousand eleven. Okay, okay. So you was just on vacation? You were, you was natural just, just Oh vacation? no, uh let's see. What I was doing at the time of my accident, uh I was actually going to school. Um I was one semester away from getting my associates in science at uh, in in Hopkinsville, Kentucky. Okay. I was okay. going to Christian County. Um, I also got accepted in the uh, Murfreesboro, Tennessee, for their flight school program. So I was actually getting ready to go to flight school mm. when uh when my accident had happened. Um, I you, you talk about you know things changing your life, you know, but this is uh you know this is this is this is, this is different. It's a whole different person now, body wise, stuff you got to do. So like, how did that how did that affect you? Like, did you know then that? 
Like when the accident happened, was your arm there or oh, you, you man, remember you were shocked? Okay. Uh nah. For one, uh, a lot of people don't know, like now, um, I'm actually legally blind. So like where I can see you directly in front of me. I about to say. I can't see my hand right here. Oh, okay. I don't see up, down, left, right, and I don't have peripheral. Okay. Um when I woke uh after the accident, I remember being helicoptered. Uh when it happened, actually air assault and I would say my mother's advice and air assault actually saved my life, uh, my accident. Uh, my mom, she used to be a rider, so she always told me, you know, if you think you're going down on your bike, just throw yourself away from your bike. Mm. And when I popped in there, I threw myself away from the bike, but I hit on my shoulder side. Uh, it was like dangling, like my helmet was knocked off and things like that. And my arm was just like dangling in front of me, and I, I looked down, and I remember it. I was like, ooh, I done effed up right now. Oh, that just sent a chill to my body. That was crazy. <laughs> so you, 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 you was on the ground. Your arm was just in front of you? Yep. It was it just swinging it. And it was about six times its size. And so uh, I actually saw this four-way way down, way down the road. And I was like, I got to get to this four-way to live. And that's why I say aerosol did because I didn't know, but I fractured my spine in three spots. So I couldn't stand up when I tried to stand up. I couldn't get it. So I took this hand and I just dug it into the dirt and, and then I low crawled all the way until I could get to the four way. And then I sat in the middle of the four way. And I was like, you know what? Whatever direction somebody gonna come, they gonna have to stop and see like, me. But the pain, like. <sighs> It was, like, it was, it <laughs> you trying to get to a four way, like, ooh, the, 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 that's, that's strength to not like just say, F this, I'm just gonna sit here, cause that's a lot. Just, that's a lot at one time to, like, to be, to be going on. Like to see your arm and then, that, that's a lot. I don't, that's a lot. That's, that's, so how, how long did it take somebody to come, come, to come there? Like, you probably don't know uh, now. I can't, I can't remember. Probably but, for like forever, but, right? I do remember, uh, uh, it was this white guy. He came out and he was like, "Brother, are you okay?" And I was like, "F no, do you see? Let's we'll get help. Call the police. Get somebody. I am not okay right now." <laughs> and um, the helicopters came and things like that. I was actually in a coma for six days, and when I woke up from the coma, I was completely blind. So like I can I know I'm awake I know I'm cautious I know people are talking around me, but I can't see nothing. Damn, how'd they change that? Uh, it just uh it took it was like a around a two week process. It was like I didn't see nothing, and then you know how like you take you know the old school pictures when you when you snap the camera you see those little squiggly lines. Yeah, I started seeing those one day, and. They were making the shapes of things, so I did, I couldn't see like a table, but I saw I saw like these squ these squiggly lines that made a square to let me know there's a table right there. Or if you would have walked close to me, mm -hmm. I could see your I can see the outline of you in those little purple squiggly things. And uh, I thought I was gonna be blind for forever. That was like the longest two weeks of my life. And no, I I, I ain't gonna hold you like what so. <laughs> You know, how, how stuff works sometimes with me. Like, I don't really do, like, uh, like managers don't normally, like, reach out and stuff like that. Like, they do, but I kind of, I, I, don't, I, don't, I, don't, I don't respond. I'm not going to lie. I just don't respond, right? 
<clears throat> so when your manager reached out to me, it was like, yo, I want you to interview this medium I got going on, da da da. <clears throat> I'm like, all right, cool. Because at first, I'm like, yeah, you know, cool. And then she goes, not saying, I think she was lying, because I know she next to me. I don't want to say that, right? But everybody say that. Everybody say, this person got a good story. That's everybody say that, though. So I'm like, but because I trust her, I also didn't ask about you. I was like, all right, cool. I'm just going to trust it. She sent some stuff before, you know. I'm like, all right, that's cool. But like talking to you, it's only 30 minutes, and like, yeah, this is, I was not expecting all this right now. I, I thought we were going <laughs> to laugh, joke, you know, have a good <laughs> Have a good time. Oh, man. Have a good time, too. I got my little Terrence Howard over here. Got the little teardrop and stuff. But it's real, though. So, you know, that's the thing. You know, at least you ain't coming here trying to cry. That'd be kind of different. That'd be kind of, you'd be amazed, you know. (laughs) People come here with their own motives. But, um, yeah, I just say say that. Like, sometimes people say that, and they just want somebody on to to get a a shot, right? But, no, this is is, is a lot. Like, just even, you say, yo, 25 when that happened? So yeah, your first honestly. 25 years, like, you know, you're talking about, you know, losing somebody super close to you, then, you know, uh, having to do with this, this four years of stress of just, like, <laughs> stuff nobody want to do. You know, you graduate, you go in the Army, you know, but then you got to come back. You, you, could you make that, that choice to be like, you know what, I'll make sure I'm my kid's life. I'm going to take care of my kids. We're going to, you know, do that. Then have acid that and not only lose your arm, but it's like, you don't know if you're going to see. Like, for two weeks, you didn't know if you were going to see or not. You just, I guess at that point, you thought you were going to be blind. Like, that's tough. That's a lot. 25 years old? That's, that's, that's enough to make somebody be like, yo, I don't want, you know, I don't, I don't want to do this. You know, that's, that's enough for people to do that because people got uh, way less and they didn't have them, th- them kind of thoughts. Uh, I'd be, I would be alive if I say I didn't have them kind of thoughts and things like that, man. It was heavy because at, to- at the time that I did have the accident, it was like everything was going right in my life. Uh, I had Man. been tattooing in Hopkinsville, Kentucky. It was a lot of them that didn't even want me to tattoo. And uh, that year, they asked me to come work for them at the end of the month. And it was like April the 20-something. And it happened. My accident happened like April 8th. Damn. And um, I failed one class while I was in school, which was psychology, Retook, retook that class and things, and I was doing so well. And then I got my acceptance letter into Murfreesboro and stuff. So it was like my life, like, you know, my life was going so well. Do you get nervous then, now? Like, if your life, if your life, if stuff, not saying stuff not going well now, but let's just say stuff start going well. Do you get nervous now? Because it seemed like every time something seemed to be going well for you, it's like, not really, you know? Man, uh, yeah. Yeah, I it's almost movie like. I would have to say sometimes you look for the thing around the corner, like you know, what? <laughs> like, it's been going too. I've had too many good days. <laughs> Something around here. I, I think about you talking about you know uh, y- y- your mom telling you pretty much like you gotta get a body at the, at the school, and then the next day you get the stuff in the mail. Like it's like all like kind of like a setup. It seemed like so. As you, I don't know if you explained it that way on purpose, but that's just me me visioning that's what I'm seeing now. Like all the stuff is like set up that way. Um, but I mean, like I said, strong, strong prevailing mentally. You seem like be super strong. So, um, like I know now you, they said you've, you've I, I was told you've, you've comedy, comedy has uh, shed light on you. That's what I was told. Right. Were you like, was comedy always something that what you was used to like be therapeutic? Cause you said you drew when you was younger. Was you always a class clown or was you like funny when you was younger or that's something you just kind of like walked in, walked into? Oh man, I was I was kind of always the class. I, I like joking, you know what I'm saying? Uh, 
I've always I always like sitting around joking and just kind of cracking jokes on people, uh, either joke about myself, you know, and I just feel like, you know, it passed. Sometimes it was past the time. Sometimes that's all you had back in the day. Yeah, yeah. Um, and it saved me a lot because there's so many times that, you know, depression and things, you get so dark of a day that it feel like nothing don't pull you out of it and you hear like one funny joke that you could just kind of keep going back over and then it lift your spirit for a while so that's one of the things that i want to give back well i want to i want to talk about comedy for a little minute though like how, how long have you been doing it okay uh just within like the last two years trying to do something um consistent i've done a couple of comedy shows before then um even after my arm uh, the situation with my arm. I threw a few in Kentucky, but it was just nothing consistent. Um, so it, it was something you always kind of dibbled and dabbled with. But yes, it was like okay. it was like a dibble and a dabble. And I, before the army, I used to go to the Columbia Hall, and I just knew. I, I I had my money and I said I just knew Bernie Mac is gonna come here and he's gonna save me <laughs> from this mediocre life, and I'm out of here. And uh. That, that that never happened. He never came. He, no, no, no. You ever seen Bernie Mac before? He never came. Never. They got you. Okay. Never, 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 and, never and, got. And any comedian came down. Like, did you? Would you ever perform at that time? Did you ever perform in front of any comedian? No, not at that time. Not okay. at that time. So I know you said. So last couple of years, you you, uh, you you found this. You know, to to be consistent in comedy, right? Um, does your handicap have any do you, do you mind calling the handicap is okay or oh man it's a name title go wild with it man i ain't gonna go wild now come on now. <laughs> and i can go <laughs> okay go medium yeah, wild. yeah 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 <laughs> yeah i don't mind bashing me <laughs> <laughs> but um so <clears throat> did that play a factor in it did you feel like that would add something did you feel like i'm gonna i'm gonna make make uh the best make lemons with lemonade you know man um it it works so much. Uh, there's sometimes that you know, it's hard trying to get. Sometimes it's hard trying to get the picture painted for people, but at the same time, if you could pull it off, it's it's like they're amazed that you're amazed yeah, yeah. that. Um, it's sometimes that you know I done took my shirt off and things and threw it in the crowd and they go a lot more crazy than what I would have thought. You know, it's a hey, lot of time. On, hold on, hold on. Oh. Made you take your shirt off? Like, what was that about? Oh, I t- oh man! Uh, I took my shirt off. Yeah, like, what made you do it? Like you just like uh, you were working out. You was doing push ups, or you just like is it, you took take your shirt off? Or you take your shirt off because the arm or like like what's, yeah, what's, like, what's the effect? If, if I'm performing, I'll probably write it into the joke. Uh, you know what I'm saying? And end up some way, some way, <laughs> shape, or form, I'm taking this off. <laughs> you know, and it gives them that wow feature. Uh, like the last time. I want to say I performed uh, maybe one or two Tuesdays ago in Charlotte, North Carolina at the Ha Ha's and Tata's with Sauce and them. And we were at the strip club, you the, know. The what? So the, 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 the Hyatt? Ha Ha's and Tata's Tuesday. The strip club? Yeah, it's a comedy show at the strip club. Okay. They laugh more with their clothes off? Or? They laugh more with my clothes off. <laughs> <laughs> Hello. So what's the what's the mindset what's the mindset of, of performing at a strip club? Like what's the difference between you know a, a performing at a strip club and performing where people got their clothes on? Except you, I guess. 
to be honest, it's one of my favorite figures, man. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? There's tie ties of things everywhere. Um, you don't get distracted? Like, I can't. They don't know that I can't even see them all at one <laughs> chill time. Out, chill you know out. what I'm saying? <laughs> so sometimes my my actual handicap does help because where you think if I look, I can be looking like I'm looking at a complete yeah, crowd. And I'm yeah. looking at everybody. That's I can funny. probably see about this much of what's going on, and I'm content with that. <laughs> so you going there with shades on and stuff too? Uh, you said shades. Yeah, like you wear, sh- like you know, people like Stevie One. You know, you got, you oh, got the dreads. Nah, so, nah, man. nah. I don't. I, I haven't. I haven't. Uh, I might put them on beforehand. I think I might have did it for one show, but man, it, you ever thought about trying to play a piano while you're doing it or something like that? No, but I thought about it. I thought about. I thought about it so much, and I was like, ah, oh, look like I'm like I should. Kind of pulls up and had a whole thing going on there <laughs> yeah, don't, don't, with I, that little, right. you know what I'm saying, with that little fast finger thing <laughs> like that. You remember how like Steve Urkel used to have that little accordion thing that yeah. he? I was always thinking like kind of doing something like That's that. That's funny. That is funny. That is funny. <laughs> so, um, with, with with comedy, right? Like, so to to get into the comedy setting, though, like, what, what do you do to prepare for your your your, your act? Like, what what's your preparation? Like, what how do you prep for this show? Oh man, uh, I keep listening to my material um, over and over, and I practice it over and over. I got a couple songs that I listen to over and over and over right before I go in. Let me kind of get in that headset. Then I put my headphones on and I listen to myself say the set and stuff over and over and over. So you got to actually, you got you got a few, or you just got one? You got to actually set that you. I asked that because I talked to. You know, comedians here and there on the mm-hmm. show, and you got some that got sets, some that don't, some that just go freestyle, and I, I don't know. They, they, I guess they make it. Work I like out. I like to write my sets out. Okay, so, so yours I is more organized. Mm-hmm. Okay, and and do you find that that works? Like, does it work different in different settings? Do you, is it ever a you thing where you like, damn, I messed that up, or I ain't really, I ain't really gather that like I'm supposed to gather that? Is it ever a you thing, or it's it's been strong points and not so strong points, you know. Cause uh, you might you might perform one set in one crowd and it just kills and you thinking I'm gonna take these same jokes to this next crowd that come over here you get there and it's like so what you do with like say say it's going that way right you just uh-huh. be like right, I'm taking the shirt off fuck it so is that uh-huh. is that you do like or, or you gear up to do that like oh I get I gear up to do it. Now, if I feel like this just ain't going the way it is, you know, you snatch it out and be like, look at me, look at me. You know what I'm saying? Um, some people, it, it, it's always that response of like, oh, my God, we didn't, we didn't. Because it got a little meat flapping stuff. People have been talking about it and things like that. So it'll snatch their attention. Most definitely. Boy, um, <laughs> um, I, and, and, and. So when you when you performing right and have you ever like uh, do you watch the comedians before you after you like do you study them? As oh well? man, and, yes, and do you, yes. Like, do you got good rapport with comedians? And 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 I don't know if you I don't know how you, you perform here mostly or in Charlotte mostly. Like, I don't know what setting you performing in, but any places you perform, do you feel like what's your favorite? I guess uh, com- comedy community that you performed and, and been around, whether it be here or Charlotte or Miami, whatever. I don't know. Well, I've been I've been bouncing around, you know, uh, from here pretty much to Atlanta, and then I've just been uh, touching Charlotte and little 
outskirts of Atlanta and things like that. Um, it's hard, but I would definitely, I would definitely have to say one of my favorite, one of my favorites is the Uptown Comedy Corner. Uh, I love the vibe from there. I love the vibe from there. Where that's at? Uh, that's in Atlanta. Okay, in Atlanta. Atlanta. Gotcha. Okay. Uh, <clears throat> nice, good, dope vibe. You know, if I'm in Charlotte, of course, of course, high highs and tie ties. Uh, when I'm when I'm in Augusta, it's definitely icons. You know, uh, performed a lot there, especially at the dope spits that they have mm-hmm. there. So I try to read. I try. I try to show what, up. For what, those. What, walk me through, like, so I'm. I'm gonna use dope spit because you know, we all love dope spit, right? So I'm gonna use dope spit. So uh, I think I think the host's name is Sa Jules, maybe, right? Something like that. So if she call you out there, she go, hey, you know, got black the handicap coming on, right? Like what what's that when you walk up to the to the stage? Do you feel it? Are they looking at you like, is he gonna be funny? Cause he ain't he ain't got two arms. Like that, that, that's something they say, or it's like you just confident knowing I'm about to rock the crowd. Like what's describe that walk to the stage for me. With the eyes on you and everything. Okay. Um, when they have their eyes on me, I still can't see it. Oh shit! Um, I'm sorry. I ain't been. When I get I, I nah, nah, it's <laughs> okay. It's okay because they think I can. Oh okay, okay. okay. <laughs> so uh, you know, I I actually just say F it, and it's it's not so much as the walk as that moment when you grab the mic. It is like a no turning back point here, and. The way that I write in things, I feel confident. Like I'm gonna go, I, I'm gonna go ahead and rock this crowd. Yeah. I'm, I'm gonna go ahead. They're gonna want to know what I got to say. They're gonna want to hear it. Um. So, do you, like, you ever, I don't know if you ever thought about this. You ever thought about like, like actually pretending to really, really? I know you legally you are, but like to be blind and go out there and say I can see, just just fucking around. Like, I guess for like dramatic effect, or you just kind of just go with just ah. Uh, I, I'm not gonna say that because that plays more on my eyesight. But like when it become when it comes to my hand, cause they they can't see my eyesight. But this is the first handicap thing they associated with. Gotcha. Because uh, that's kind of how I got black the handicap. It went from the black kid that draws, and then it was the black guy that does the tattoos. And then after I lost my arm, I'm like, I'm just gonna keep that. I'm like, I'm keeping. So black. you've been the black all your life. You just kept changing everything. <laughs> yeah. Okay, gotcha. So. Black draw the black that draws, black tattoos and the black handicap. Yeah. Okay, so did it take a while to? And I'm going back to the handicap before, but did it take a while like to be okay with it? Because I'm pretty sure you didn't just come out hopping like, okay, we good. Let's let's just let's, let's rock out. That wasn't that wasn't the mindset. I'm pretty oh, sure. Man. That stage is uh, some of my darkest days. You know, um, a roundabout. Like if you had a roundabout, like. How long you think it took you to? Because you seem to be okay with it now. Like, I, I don't know if you sensitive about it or not, but oh no, I'm not. I'm it. not at all. I was like, one thing I say is like, you know, even just just meeting you now, right? I wasn't sure who was who, of course, you know. What I'm saying, I'm like, I, I don't know who's who, so I'm just giving that, right? Then I would say I knew because I seen you want the arm, whatever. I wasn't sure, like, if I'm posted, you know, I, I, it's it's so it's so <laughs> awkward because I, I I don't do that on a regular basis, you know. what I'm saying, I'm like. I'm not supposed to do it if I should bring you in and not bring you in because I don't want to OD. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So like, is 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 that even a thing? Like greeting people and is that is that awkward for them? 
Uh, it definitely catch some people off guard. It definitely catch some people off guard. I'm at a place now where I'll joke about it or something like that, and uh, people the, in public they 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 don't know what to sit there and say. What about if you see like little kids? You know, little kids don't know how to. Oh, oh, I give it, I give it, cause you know, <laughs> when them little kids are so rude sometimes, uh, and they'll 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 come up and just, hey, y- your arm is gone. Did you know your arm gone? Like you think I walk around here not knowing that this arm is gone? <laughs> and so, like, I give them all kinds of diff. Like, if you ask me, I will tell you. You know, if they yeah. if they if they you know they're not rude when they ask it, I go ahead and tell them. If they're kind of rude about it, I make I make up some real horrible story. Oh man, come on! <laughs> and, I, and I give it and I give it to them. They're like, really? I'm like, really? Yeah, you see, but the, 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 what's compelling about your story is that you know you say all these things, you know, just with your life, you know, and, and things you've been through. You, you you think before you get to the accident part that. The, the story with the arm is coming in, in those stories. But no, it came when everything was fine. It came when everything was going good. And that's just like, to me, it's just like, that's, that's the irony of, of the story you, you're telling. But um, just, just getting back into the, uh, the comedy. So did you, did you start out comedy with using um, your handicap as part of your material? Is that, like the, is that the bulk of your material or just like what you're known for? Because I was able to see when they see you or? Oh, man. Uh. I can I can make thirty million plays off of it, but a lot of my a lot of my content is just me thinking about things that the average person hadn't said hadn't said and stopped to think about. Oh, give me an example. Uh, okay. Yeah, you didn't expect that question, did you? I I, I kind of felt a little bit. I can yeah, feel a little bit, it. but okay. Uh, let's say I got I got a joke right, and it's the one B word, but it has a whole lot. Um, we I've broken down Yo Gotti's song, uh, put a date on it. And do you you remember you remember when that came out? Mm-hmm. And he was just like, You just like your father, and he was a rat. And that yeah. means he raising the mice. Yeah. I stopped it at the end and I was like, so we just gonna smooth act like uh mice exist? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I think the same thing. Every time. I was like, we smooth gonna act like we smooth gonna just go ahead and let this slide <laughs> and things like that. Uh that's a good crowd starter too, because people like that song. So you know they come in, and you thinking that you listen to the song, and like hold on, stop, stop, stop. I like that, I like that. So, it, 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 comedy wise, right? Who 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 are some people you you look up to, or you feel like uh like, not not saying you patting your style after, but who you like, who you look up to, who you research, who you who you watch to get better, like, who shapes you? Okay, I, I say, who do who do I watch, and I've been watching the. One man to get to one let me know that I wanted to do comedy. It's my favorite comedian of all, uh, D. Ray Davis. What? Okay. He he is my you, favorite. You, uh, when I was a little kid, when I was a little kid, I saw him on the I saw him on the Comedy View, and he was like, "When I make it, I'm telling y'all right now. You know, my mom's a crackhead, so when I make it, y'all don't bring this up later." And you know, and I thought that was I thought that was so hilarious going through that. And I was like, me too. Me. I was like, I want to do what he do. And uh, I saw the energy and things like that. So it's like when I perform, um, D-Ray Davis has, has been a big influence. Uh, Bernie Mac, I just, I love his style of being himself. And a lot of people are going to be funny, but Gary Owens. Mm. Those three, 
are unapologetically themselves. They don't present themselves as anything more than they are. And they have that either you can get with it or you cannot. Yeah. I love they they all bring such energy to the stage that it's unmatched. So when I get on stage, I know a lot of people have been like, you have a, you bring a lot. I love bringing lots. Of, I love talking with my hands. I love, you know, moving it over. I love taking my shirt off. I point my nub at the crowd. A couple of days ago, I pulled a cheeseburger up out of my pocket and stuff. It's a prop. It's just, you know, <laughs> you had a I like painting pictures. Yes, I did. I did. <laughs> so you do? Do you do a lot of props in your comedy? I'm just, I'm just kind of, I'm just kind of learning. Like, I'm trying to. I, when when I write, I think of the picture I want them to have, and I think of how can I really deliver this mm-hmm. picture to them and do it with one hand because you know everybody else they can sit they can move the mic over they can I can't you can so, move the mic now you gotta use your foot man you gotta you know how hard it is trying to paint a picture with your foot on stage Michael Jackson did it he was one of the best performers <laughs> at all time I'm just starting you, you know that, you know you could be that I can see that I, I can see that though like you you probably should look into that though, because you probably could do it and master it. And it that that that'll really wow them. I know you want them to laugh, but that'll wow them as well too. And then you can still show them your nub and like, ah, I got you, whatever. I'm not even gonna lie to you, man. I can't dance. <laughs> I can't, <laughs> bro. I can't. I'm like, I am the, I am the epitome of the the, the two step man. The, yeah. That's in the club. I will two step you to death. <laughs> I will two step. I will two step around you, over you, above you. I two step, but don't. I might hit you a little dip, you know. I might, but you know, let's say um, shoulder lean. You know, the songs like that. Where we ain't got to do too much. Them, 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 my jams right there. <laughs> what, what, uh, what, what, like, what's some goals you got with with comedy? Like, I know, I, and before, my, before you answer that question, the, 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 your, your reception. Like, have you been booed? Didn't or have you have you had a bad show or a bad performance? Did they boo you? Not boo you? Like, can they boo you? Like, is it okay to boo somebody? Like, like, do, should you not boo? Ah, is it like an I'm etiquette? Not, I'm, I'm going to say that the, uh, not specifically booing, but I'm going to say the silent treatment is way worse. You, you know, when you, you thought they wanted to boo, but they just didn't? Nah, I just felt like what, what, I, what I was throwing out there wasn't funny to them. <laughs> and where, I, man, it's a hurting feeling when you on stage and I'm like, I'm about to kill him with this next joke. And I throw it out there. You, you, you don't hear what you thought you was going to hear? Oh, man. To me, that's, that, that'd be worse than the booing effect. I was I was at a uh, a comedy show a few weeks ago. I think yes, yeah, Cedric threw it. Community Cedric, uh, and there was a guy there from I don't know where he's from, but Cedric like when he doing his uh his show like you know he's he's a, he's a comedian too, so he's he doing comedy stuff in between steps. I liked. It's kind of hard. I don't know if you should do that because sometimes he 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 makes them laugh a lot for real, and you got you got a, a new person coming on and not they not they not as funny. So it's like kind of set him up for <laughs> for failure a little bit, but. He big this guy up saying he was he's funny. He's this, this, this. I was like, all right, cool, you know. He was like, he bigged him up more than anybody that night. Like he bigged him up, bigged him up. So I'm expecting a lot, you know. And that guy went up there and was just not saying nothing that was funny. And like he even was saying to himself, like, I didn't like that one, huh? Like, he try again. And you can see the confidence just leaving him a little bit by little, by little. I was like, yeah, this is it's kind of bad. To the point they started laughing just at the fact that he was like, he was just stunned, like, I don't, I don't know what else. That was my best one. I don't know what to tell y'all now. You know what I'm saying? Like that was the best one I had. <laughs> So that it was funny then, but I, I agree with you. I probably would. I don't know if I prefer a boo, 
But that can hurt because he just left afterwards. Like, he, you know, you stayed. He stayed for like maybe five minutes and left. You could tell he just was like, I'm out. I'm good. Man, sometimes the boo don't get you, but it be the niceness afterwards. Like, when you know you, you like, I know I ain't hit my mark. And everybody's like, it's okay. You're so good. You'll get it another day. You don't want to hear that. <laughs> nice way of telling me I just sucked right there. You know what I'm saying? Uh, that's funny. Yeah, I, I I don't go I don't go a lot, but I, when I was younger, before I retired, I, w- I would go to church and stuff, right? And and um, my that's what they would do in church. Like somebody sung and like they couldn't really sing well. Like it's okay, baby. Like no, it's not okay. <laughs> Just nigga off the stage. <laughs> that's how I would probably feel because like you're not yeah, doing good. Like yeah, yeah. I know I'm not because y'all not even clapping yeah. for me. You know what I'm saying? You can tell me I was doing okay. Not one of you laughed when I said the said the good one. You know, know what you I'm sure? saying? Shit, <laughs> that's funny. <laughs> but um, that's the question I asked for. Like, what 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 goals we got? Like, what with, with comedy because. Um, just to put in perspective, like you're somebody, who, uh, your manager reached out. So that 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 that's one thing. It tells me one thing. It tells me that uh, it's a team of people, a team of person, or whatever that is taking a, a liking to your style, your 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 craft. So they they believe in it. So um, and this person is someone who uh, create creatively, like you know, got a good creative creative uh, eye for creativity. So. Like, what is your goals for for you as a comedian and just a father, you know, human being, your story? Like, what's your goals? Okay. Uh, I think when, it's, when, it, when, it, when it comes to the goals, I think being the big, biggest that I can be, you know what I'm saying? Uh, I've, hit, I've hit one, you know, my, my little daughter, she was like, when I grow up, I want to be a comedian and tell jokes just like my daddy, you know? Oh, that, that, kind of, that kind of touch real That's dope. That's dope. Yeah, so it's like I feel like I already achieved a little <laughs> bit of that. Um, but I would say, man, when I get my face on the bus and then there's a tour, you know, I'm thinking somewhere around like a six-month tour with like a like an A-list, you know what I'm saying? Somebody actually... Definitely got me with him, and then you know maybe my name hit up in the big lights. I'm real big on wanting to go out and see what's different. You know, um, yeah. I would. I just. I think the biggest thing for me that I can do is just do the do be on a schedule where I can do it so much and just hit so many different cities at one time. You know, just back. I, so I, I know, like, um, of course, I'm not going to, like, you know, ask nothing crazy, but, like, I do want to know, like, just in that uh, com- comedic world, like, in, whether it's here, whether it's uh, local, like, are there people um, that maybe not have blown up, per se, or not or on their way, or just, like, you grinding that, you know, you like doing a show with, with that person, or, like, you just like being on a, on a bill with particular comedians. They just make you feel like, okay, you gonna give your best self that night or on a stage? Is anybody particular that you could think of like that? Not really, you know. It's it's to be honest, I'm I'm so new, you know what I'm saying? I'm so new that I can't. Do you do competition? Do do they have like do they have comedian competitions? Like, oh man, yes. Uh, that's a uh, that actually changed a lot of the game for me. Uh, I jumped into this competition back in Icons. And when, when was this? Oh man, 
My memory a little hit. I want to say it was a little earlier on this year. Okay. Uh, I can't remember. I can't remember the time. Whenever, like, you do media, like, I'm just I'm joking on saying this stuff. But whenever, just always say a couple months ago. Nobody going to know. A couple months ago. Just a couple months ago. Oh. You just ask me something. I'm going to say a couple months ago. I'm going to be lying. But I'm going to just say, you know. But, but but a couple months ago when you had that, when you won, like, what was what was it like? Did you did you go in there knowing it was a, it was a, it was a competition? Was it ranking? Was it judged? Like, what was that like? What, what was it about? Well, I, I didn't win the competition. Um, I actually came in extremely late. Uh, I came in like weeks, uh, week six or seven. It was like a 10-week competition. Um, it was actually one of the best things ever for me, comedic-wise. You used to either, you know, saying something on stage, like I'm used to going to open mics and things like that and saying something on stage, and you just get the feedback from the crowd. Either you was funny or you was not. And the judges, uh, man, they they were something else there. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> if you wasn't on point, they ain't had no problem telling you. Yeah, yeah. You wasn't on point, but they would break down the sets and kind of tell you why you wasn't on point. Right. Or they would have been like, you know what, you might have been a little bit more on point had you done this. Or they they would break it down and be like, this is where you kind of effing up at. You gotcha, know what I'm gotcha. saying? But that was helpful and, though. More than oh anything. man, it was it was it was it was. I, I got a matter of fact, I felt like I got chewed out the first time I jumped in, <laughs> and then I came back. I came back. I'm like, they're not gonna say nothing else, <laughs> and I exploded. Oh man, uh, there was one of the judges there, Shy Jules. That that oh man, that come that day. I took off my shirt, and then I was like, I'm finna give her a romantic dance. <laughs> <laughs> and then I did it to the song, some cut from Trillville. Oh boy! <laughs> oh man, they 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 kind of went wild at that. Went wild, but I took everything that they were saying as far as shortening up your stories and this, like learning when to sit there and move on and changing subjects and things like that. So it was like they tore me out the first time, and every time they had something to say, I feel like it actually made me a better artist. So, but the dopest thing about that, like you know, uh, is. Any 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 time in this creative space, I'm gonna be honest with you. I just keep it a buck with you. Definitely, I know. Yeah, they said don't don't bring it up, but like definitely co- comedians. I don't know what it's about yeah, that community that you in, but like the criticism part is like it's very they very sensitive. Like you would think it's more so musicians because you know they got all these songs or whatever. But no, comedians I I noticed are very sensitive to to criticism. You know, like and instead of them like 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 uh. Taking a criticism, not saying you gotta change it because I said it, but I mean, at the end of the day, I'm a I'm an audience member, right? So I'm just telling you what I see. So if I do tell you, hey, this story too long, and you just say F off and you still telling long stories, it's a bunch of people like me that's thinking the same thing. So why not try to just change that? So this way when you go in front of an audience, you don't have that problem, you know? But uh that that the arts world in general sometimes can be can, can be super sensitive to uh criticism. So for you to uh, just change your stuff up and then want to like show them like, hey, look, I'm gonna try to ha- I'm gonna try to have it to where not saying y'all I don't have no criticism, but you know y'all can't break me down the way y'all brought me down before. I'm, gonna, I'm showing y'all, hey, I'm taking what y'all giving me and I'm working on what I, what I need to work on to become better. It's very rare you see that in, in, in comedy, definitely. I mean, I'm just I'm just talking locally. I don't know about the big wigs. I don't know, but locally, from me being in this space, it ain't too many uh, comedians gonna take kind to any kind of criticism you even said over mics i think that's dope i've I've talked to people and they just 
Open mics is beneath them. They not they not they not doing open mics. No, they already Martin Lawrence, Chris Rock, and Cat Williams somehow uh, some way. Just keeping it a bean with you, you know. I couldn't I couldn't hold it no more. I'm sorry, I just got to mind, you know. Uh, slow it down right there. <laughs> yeah. Um. So I like that. You know, I would if anything, I would say definitely keep that. Like even if tomorrow you just go out and you go viral, like keep that keep that wanting to adjust due to criticism. Now everything you get back ain't gonna be something you're gonna change. Somebody might tell you, don't take your shirt off. That's just them. If anybody else like it, then do it. You know what I'm saying? But if, if I'm giving you constructive feedback just to make you better, I don't see why that would cause us to have a riff. And then they, they won't let it go at all. And then sometimes they purposely just keep doing the same thing. I don't I don't I don't I don't really, I don't really get it, but you know, I, I I want you to blossom and do well. So just listen to that judge Saju. She she kinda know she kinda know a little something about a little something here and there. Thank you. Thank From what you. I what I've been told, you know. I have no no knowledge of that at all, but what I've been told, she she know a little bit by a little bit. Okay. But stage presence, I will say that though. Be going to dose bit and 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 I know like just with y'all y'all relationship as far as the management part, I would say uh dose bit is one of the most to me, I'm gonna say the most in, in the city. Like when I when I see people on dose bit, it inspired me. I I'm having a poet. But it inspired me all the time. I'll be thinking like, could I go up there? Cause could somebody give me a topic? I'm I'm just kind of comparing to what I do. And can I go up there and speak and have that much enthusiasm, that much uh, uh, commitment, and then to be able to control the crowd that much? Because, and they're doing this like, she'll say a, a, a subject, and they don't know that it's going to be about that. But you got to have that conviction for that round because you're going against people that's driving an hour and, and 30 minutes to come win this, whatever the prize is that night. You get one shot. Ain't no old do over. You got to be on your on your on your on your p's and q's. So I, I I said to say like you in a good space to to be with be around with you around. Just want you, I want I know I'm overselling it, but seriously like you you in a good space because I haven't seen anybody be around like when it comes to her as a creative and in in the poetry world or just any world that and, and she's been a part of where they haven't gotten better and better with each event. I don't know how she's gonna do the next event because everybody's getting better and better. I don't know how we're gonna really judge that. It probably need to be five winners because sometimes I feel bad because people be be really nice and they can't they can't win. Just from one, just from ten, it's like a ten your ten second span versus that person ten second that ten second span. It could be how you close out that make you lose. So it's just it's that important. So all that constructive criticism that people get, especially in your world, it's not to no avail. We we doing it because. Somebody else, somebody right now in Tennessee, Nashville, or, you know, in, in, in Charlotte or Miami, they getting this criticism and they going back home and they working on it. And they going to come to your hometown or wherever you live, get a show and, 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 and outdo you in your own hometown just because they working on it. So, um, I'm sorry, I went a little tan. I'll I be doing that sometime, bro. I just got to trying to give it to you, you know what I'm saying? Nah, man, you're good. This is <laughs> your show. This is <laughs> Hey, now it's about you, man. I, I, I'm just a conduit to the community, you know what I'm saying? It's everybody else's show. I'm just I'm just the person that asks questions, you know? I mean, there's parts where I understand people be sensitive because I ain't going to lie, you know, that's it's like art. your baby. It's, it's your art. baby when you on the stage. So it's kind of hard to hear somebody talk smack about your baby, but just like being in the Army, sometimes the delivery is going to be harsh, right? To right. say the least, but can you take the message from what they telling you? Or are you just going to be offended that they had something to say anyway? And if you're just going to be offended, it ain't gonna, it's, it's not going to work. I get your prominent example. Let's, 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 let's paint a picture, right? So you got a show. Y'all say, yo, come out. I'm coming out to the show. 
you go on stage, right? You give uh, uh, okay a performance. It's, it's okay. You didn't get booed, but it wasn't like ah, knee slapping funny, right? But I feel like it could have been. You come off stage, right? And yeah, I, I, I give you a five. It's not awkward no more because I know you're not, right? So I give you a five. And I go, hey, look, um, that was dope, man. You did a great job. Like, that, was, that was phenomenal. Cool, cool. All right, whatever. Now, nothing changes. You, maybe you feel like you did dope, for real. Maybe who knows? But that same thing, that same scenario, you come off stage and I, I say, yo, why ain't why ain't do like this? You know, it was dope. But I think when you said that, it kind of messed you up. Da, da, da. Like, I think if that, if, that, if that bothers you, then you might be in the wrong field. You know, because then you're not never gonna get better. That's my having a good. That's my having a game. They score forty points, but they shot the ball eighty times. I don't care if you score forty <laughs> points. I'm about to say, hey, nigga, you can't shoot. Stop <laughs> shooting the ball. Because then what happens? You gonna keep shooting eighty shots every game. <laughs> like it don't make sense. Like why? Like it just the idea of like. And I get it. Some people probably shouldn't give you criticism, and I get that part because the idea I've seen was um. And I talked to Cedric on the phone on one of my thinking allows, and I asked him. How he felt about this, and the 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 the, the quote was, um, "Don't give me criticism unless you're better than me." It's like I mean I'm not saying that, I'm not saying it's mm-hmm. dumb because people believe they want me to be right, but I might not be a comedian. I'm not an NBA player either, but I can tell you that LeBron probably should have passed the ball to the corner, or he probably should have laid it up and just got the foul and won. Like it, I can still spectate and, and give some kind of advice, I, I, and I'm not an NBA, and it's fine. If that's the case, we would have ESP analysts. Because ain't no Michael Jordan not an analyst. Corey Bryant was an analyst. These, these are all top players, right? Like, so to say that you can't uh, be, you got to be better than somebody to give them criticism. I don't know about, about how I feel about that per se. I feel like that's somebody saying, don't give me criticism. Because most of the time when you say that, you're talking to somebody that's not in, your, not in your league or in your lane anyway. So it's like kind of like saying, just don't, I don't want to hear it. What, what, what would be your thought? I'm, I'm curious now, what was your thoughts on that? Like, in, in a comedian world, like, would you be okay with a comedian that's not as funny as you? Like, he's horrible every time he goes on stage. <laughs> <laughs> it sucks. <laughs> I don't know if you know one like that. Don't, don't say his name, but somebody sucks. But they come and... <laughs> Side chill. But they come and they say, hey, look, man, good performance, but you could have did this, this, this. Like, but it's in, in all in good faith, how would you take that? And mind you, they suck ass. <laughs> They're horrible. All right, man. All right, man. I might, it depends on a good day. I'll be like, you know what? I kind of, I kind of be like, so what would you do? What would you do to get the people to laugh, man? You know what I'm saying? What would be your advice? Because obviously I want to be like you. Do you got your recording? Do you got your recording for your set? Because I would love to see it. I just want to make sure mine's up to par with yours. That's funny. That is funny. But in comedian, can, can that happen? Like, I'm, I'm curious now. Actually, is it can it happen? Can somebody just not be funny? Oh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, like, they, like they, yeah. they doing everything they need to be doing. They practicing. They, they, they. I mean, they doing everything. You know, some niggas just can't play ball. Some niggas just not nice. Some people just not good at mm-hmm. activity. Some, can't well, please them. You know, whatever. Like, and they and they practice that. Or they can't do it. Like, cause somebody could. <laughs> and the comedian, as a comedian, could you just like do? Everything you could possibly do and just still just not be it. Like it's just not for you. Yeah, you can. Uh, I think there's two, there's like two different things. I think like you have the raw talent to where like if I go out and perform or whatever, I might not have, I might not have hit all I could that mm-hmm. night. I might have said one or two things there, but you know it's kind of polished. Like like he got some. Yeah. 
Then you got the ones that you just like, why are you here? <laughs> <laughs> and then like when when they come back and you like, you know, I might, you know, I can give them the benefit of that. Everybody not having an off day, yeah. but they have like four and five consecutive off off times. You like, you don't want to tell them like this may not be for you because you know this is. I feel like this is a space where everybody can be anything they want. Well, but. Well, you know, in comedy now, from what I'm hearing, I don't know now. You, Right from wrong. I'm hearing there's two types of comedy now. You could do like stand up and you can do like social media com- comedy, I guess like skits or, or whatever. Uh-huh. Or I don't know, something that's funny on social media. I, I don't know what, what you would call it. Would you ever consider, do you consider doing that? Like doing skits or doing like social media stuff or you just strictly want to do stand up stage presence? Oh man. Uh, I'm, willing, I'm willing to do both. Uh, hopefully, soon I'll be able to, you know, do more skits and things. I like stuff like that. What's you stopping know? from doing uh, skits? I'm curious now. I always, I always challenge artists. I'm always going to challenge them. What's stopping from skits? I think skits would be amazing for you. Oh man, I'd say for right now, right now, I would say timing and stuff like that. I think that, you know, that's more so something that I got to get more on. I, I actually have to get more people and then, you know, kind of go, mm-hmm. kind of go around it. Yeah. Um, I would say I would say time, man. I'd say I don't think it's you got a good like report, the right time. Like with uh, a lot of other comedians, you got a good report. Is this something you're building? Like um, uh, not a brotherhood, so to speak, but just a, a contact list. Because uh, I do think with, I think, you know, it's better when you together is better, you know, so like working together mm-hmm. and stuff. I know, like, you got certain comedians, even here, who do skits, and then you got some who just really good on stage. Like, do you ever plan on, or do you plan on working with any of them at all? Uh, yeah. Um, Pete, Pete Barlow, mm-hmm. uh, he was in the competition or whatever with me. We had this little thing where we always went back and forth at each other yeah. on there. Um, real, real funny guy. Uh, we looking to actually do some and put some stuff together. Uh, there's there's Ignan Debo, you know what I'm saying? He's got his <laughs> comedy style and stuff. We looking to sit there and do things in the future, but you know. What's what like what you got coming up as far as uh shows or uh, t- uh competitions? Uh right now I'm not I'm not in any uh competitions. Uh you catch me pretty much doing a lot of the open mics up in Atlanta. Um the Uptown Comedy Corner. Uh, I'm going to st- actually start back going on there Sundays, too. Uh, I'm going to be hitting... I'm, I'm going to be hitting uh, North Carolina pretty much back up. Um, there's Comedian Pudgy, and uh, he's opening He's opening some more open mics over in Columbia, South Carolina. I plan to... What's your thoughts on open mics? I'm curious if your thoughts on open mics. To like me, beneficial, I... Beneficial, you know, you ain't Beneficial, I'll run them to death until I get my, until I get bookings. I'll run them to death. Uh, I feel, I feel rather I do a paid gig, whether, you know what I'm saying, I'm showing up for a barbecue or anything. Yeah, if I don't want to be there, I'm still going to perform. Gotcha. Like, it's just a room full of people. And because I still can't see everybody at one time, <laughs> it's like, <laughs> it benefits me. You can just tell me it's a room full of people who are in there. That's funny. No, it's not funny. I'm sorry. It's not as funny, but it's oh, not. Oh, oh, it's all it's, good. It's I don't know if you're being funny. You're being funny doing that? Or? I'm, oh, okay, you're being serious. I mean, there's, okay. there, there's funny truths to it. <laughs> 
I mean, it's still the shoe still a the shoe still fit. You know what I'm saying? Oh, oh. that's funny. Um, yeah. So I went. Yeah, yeah the the current state of of, of comedy right now, um, in the, just in the world, and then you gotta be locally, just in general. Um, how do you feel about the current state of comedy? You think there's enough stand-ups going on? You think there's enough comedy out there? It's just one person running the show. Like you feel like you feel uh, uh, opportunistic of you being able to kind of get through that comedy door. I do. I feel. I really feel like it's what you make it. Because a thousand people can say the joke, but it's said a thousand ways, you know what I'm saying? And everybody got their own little flavor and what they can and cannot bring to the stage. I don't think comedy will ever be to where we like, it's just too bad. It's too many of us in here, you know what I'm saying? Somebody got to go. What about the type? Like, What about like the content? Are, Are you... Are you uh, against certain things? Because, I mean, comedy, comedy is getting a lot of flack now for, like, gay jokes and certain jokes about uh, religion and stuff that's, 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 that's really funny. You know, like, do you, have to, do you feel like you need to shy away from that? Is that something you stay away from? Like, look at your manager before you answer that question. I don't think you get in trouble. Oh, uh, man. It's, <laughs> he looked. <laughs> man, I actually, I just kind of, you know, got to the point to where, okay, I got to kind of watch my mouth. Okay. Um, okay. A lot of the time, a lot of the times, my content come from. I really just don't, you know, give. Yeah. And, yeah. Um. But it's it's not so much as I'm away. I'm against or away any anything. Um. I got I got my, my only brother that I was telling you about. He's gay. And he and he's one of them out the closet. You know. In your face with a gay, uh, flamboyant. And, yeah, he he have his he have his moments, but it's so comical when we get together because we'll be we'll talk smack about each other, and people will think that we don't have the same mama, and we'll be like, <laughs> "Yo, mama trash." No, yo, mama trash. <laughs> we'll be like, "Yo, grandmama trash." Um, when he brings his friends and things like that around, it's. Hey man, it's a, it's all it's all love, you know what I'm saying? As long, yeah. But like as long as you don't flirt with me, I don't care what you do. <laughs> <laughs> that ain't none of that ain't none of my business. But he, he, if you had Gajos, he wouldn't mind. If you mm-hmm. had if you had Gajos in your in your stand up, he wouldn't mind though. Nah, as long as they as long as long as they funny. Well, I, I guess I want I want I want kind of close asking that too. Like with the support, which which comment you feel like I know throughout your life you feel like maybe wouldn't support here, support there. Comedy wise, now you you in in your life now, like where you at in your current state of life, like do you feel like you have support or support you want from your family, your loved ones, or people around you? Um, it's it's it's, it's like a yes and a no. If I'ma answer that honestly, because sometimes you look you look at your family, like, you need a little bit more supportive, like you know what I'm saying. <laughs> Like, I ain't gonna say you ain't doing nothing, but you know you could have you could have done a little bit more. You could have done a little bit more. You know what I mean? Um, you perform one, back home a lot, or nah? Huh? You perform at home, back home a lot, or nah? Like, or uh, South Carolina, rather? Nah, nah, nah. I have I haven't been I haven't been in South Carolina perform. About your mom? Had you seen like her perform? That. Huh? Your mom seen perform? Oh man, yes, yes. My mom, my mom seen me. Like? My oh man, uh, she came to the first comedy show that I threw in um, Hopkinsville, Kentucky. And it was actually funny because my dad had moved up there and stuff too. 
and I was actually talking about him, what? you know, and the fact that like he wanted me to talk to my mama to see if he can get off child support. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? And I'm like, I'm like, I'm about 30s. I got my own kids. Like, you ain't getting off child support if she ain't done it by now. And then, you know, I was I was like, dude, we should do him like he did us, mama, right? Figure it out. We'll come back. We'll come back in a couple years, right? That's what we're gonna do. How y'all 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 met? Because you knew him growing up or you didn't know him at all growing up? I did, I did. He 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 did dip in and now um okay. there were there were a lot of times like he would he would dip in, not see him for like, you know, about a week or so, and then it'd be like, you know, another like not too long, about four or five years. And then he pop right back up in, you know, gotcha. maybe maybe for like a week, two weeks. Y'all speak now? Man. Oh. oh, man, you hit a subject. Oh, uh, I don't be knowing. I, 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 I uh, it's, research, it's cool. I actually just spoke to him for the first time in four or five years. Uh, I was up in Hopkinsville, Kentucky, and it's been, it's been every bit of five years and stuff. Um, we didn't we didn't leave off on good terms, oh. you know. So it was just one of them. It is it is. it is what it is at this point, you know. Definitely. But what about your mom? You and your mom, y'all, 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 y'all got a good rapport at least. Or, but see, I to be honest, I always, I always been a mama's boy. You know, I've always wanted to believe in my. I don't care what what she did. That's still my mama. Um, always been a big time mama's boy. As of right now, we kind of, it's kind of hard to say. She returned back to a lifestyle mm-hmm. that I'm not cool with. Gotcha. And, uh, you know, when you try to tell people you're stronger than you think and stuff, uh, she was, she was doing really good and things and, um, she caught cancer. And then after she caught that, she went back to the drugs. And it's been having us divided and stuff like that. And But I do call, I, do, I will call her a bunch here. You know, I'll see her and she'll call me and things like that. But it it hasn't been good lately. For, for like, for the remainder of the year, like, what would be, what would have to happen? Not even for many years, but on top of the either one. But what's some things that would have to ha- that would need to happen for you to you know feel like uh, successful in what you're doing, like for the next couple of months or whatever? Like, what's some things that would have to happen for you to feel successful? Oh man, uh, that ran- the random phone call, the random phone call, like, hey, you know, I I seen you performing somewhere else or whatever like that. I want you to sit there and come out and it be like, you know. Kind of, kind of, kind of a bigger, bigger name than me. Yeah, you know, <laughs> you know what I'm saying. With other people, and other people that's further along, give you some acknowledgement, things like that. Kind of in me, it holds a little bit more weight. Oh, I understand. So, uh, other people that's way further down the line, saying, "I want to work with you." you right, know? right. That's when I feel like I don't care the materialistic stuff. That's when I done made, I done made it. Right. You got any uh like stuff, uh, not shows or specials, but like material online? Do you record your your stand ups at all? Not really. Uh, yes, I'm I'm doing I'm doing more on that, man. I've been okay. slacking. I ain't, I ain't gonna lie, I've been slacking. Um, if you look if you look back up on TikTok, I just released I just released a clip 
that I was in the strip club with. You you you'll get to see me take off my shirt on the com- on the comedy yeah, I need set. I need to send me that. I'll, I'll put the link in the YouTube um description too. Okay, yeah, go ahead, go ahead and uh, do that. That's the last one. Um, I'm working, working a lot more. It's it's a whole. It's different when you're developing because I'm coming from a place to where. I was doing barbecues, you know what yeah. I'm saying? I, I've been doing the hood spots, you know, and things like that. Everybody got to start somewhere. So, yeah. So, so that's usually it's the, different. That's, that determines if you're funny or not. It's, it's, it's different being a, a, a room in a, a full of people, but people that really ain't, it would tell you you're not funny. Like, you got the 10, 12 people that tell you you're not funny. That's kind of hard. The bar, don't, don't, the barbecue is not an easy place to, to be trying to make people laugh at. Niggas be hungry. They ain't trying to laugh, you know what I'm saying? So, I, I, I just don't just say it's so short of, of where you're coming from. Like, the grind is a grind no matter where it's at. So, big room, small room, all that matter. And I try to tell the comedians the same thing. So, when you talk about open mics and stuff, oh, that's important. You look at Chris Rock and all of them, before they do them big specials they get paid for, they go to open mics and do them. I've I, I watched that and seen that. They go to open mics and do them. And sometimes they don't do well in open mics. But then when they, 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 they polish themselves up until. They get in front of that big crowd, and then that's how you get, you know, success from there. So definitely, you know, I would I would say just, you know, TikTok, your Instagram, uh, Facebook, whatever. Just post video content. Even if you're just talking sometimes. It could be a minute video just talking. You might say something funny. You seem like where you, where you build your stories up is good. So even that could be funny in itself. I would look at any anything you can do on social media, I would try to do, me personally. I ain't saying take your shirt every day, but if that's what you got to do, hey, fuck it. <laughs> do hey, what man, you got to do. I said, we got to do what we got to do. <laughs> Definitely do, man. But just tell people, like, give them, your, give, them, give them where they can find you, whether it's social media, Instagram, Facebook, uh, where they can find you at, and, and tell them your name and just any, any last words you want to tell the people. You can look at me, the camera. Oh, man, it's uh, y'all can find me on TikTok at, at Black the Handicap. I'll spell it out, uh, Instagram. Black the handicap, and uh, if you're looking, you can look on Facebook and you can find me. But under my real name, Terrell Smith, spelled T O R R E L L S M I T H. What's up, man? Hey, look, man, the pleasure talking to you. I wish you the best. Um, I think you got a you know good future ahead of you. Just from how you talking and the way you approach um just in anything that happen in your life. I don't see why this will be a hurdle for you per se. Like it's something you could tackle and. I think you can you can do well in it. Just keep keep at it and and, and be. I would say committed. That's all. It's something I was talking about, lady, with somebody just like uh, having a commitment versus um, commitment versus uh, compliance. So when you go out and do these shows, you no, know, don't do the show just because you got booked for the show. Or don't do the show just because they called you and say, hey, you want to come do the show. Really be committed to it and try to make it your show. Like every show is whether you the first ten minutes or the last hour. Take the show, just make it yours, and I guarantee you, like having an attitude, you may not hit out of the park every time, but if you uh, if you attempt, like that's your that's your goal. I don't see why at some point you won't be start you won't start doing that on a, on a regular basis. So that's just me though. I know I, don't, I might not know comedy, but you know I know a little about winning, you know. So, but uh, yeah, it's dope talking to you, man. So Morning Masters podcast, we out. Appreciate you. <laughs>